Are you ready for it? <laughs> oh my goodness, it'll be fitting for the rest of today's episode, but welcome to episode 9 of Joe's Singing Ship. I am Joe, lol, yeah. I don't know, someone told me I should start saying who I am in the beginning of this. I think that's a lot and kind of silly, given given what we're doing right now, but that's okay. Um, but welcome to episode nine. I have a very interesting episode this week. Um, I have to, I had to jump in and record a little edit to this because this is supposed to be dropping the week I'm seeing Taylor Swift for a second time this year, my favorite person in the world, but I'm not going anymore, so this is a little a little jump in, um, intro redo from what was originally stated because this was supposed to drop that week and it's about Taylor and it's fitting, but it's not. That's okay. Life is life and life happens and that big life event change that I keep hinting at um, is the reason why and that will be announced soon and we'll all laugh and lol. So anyway, welcome to episode 9. I hope you guys enjoy. I'm really excited, but if you hear some audio differences between this and some other things that were recorded, this episode was recorded quite some time ago, so welcome, welcome back. And girlies, you know who you are, but have the best time. And also a big happy August to those who celebrate. Um, and to all my Leos out there, shout out. Yay. It's our month. Well, not month, but it's our it's our time. It is our time. And yeah, here we go. Okay. So this week has been really um interesting, I would say, but I have to talk about the funniest little experience I had at a bar the other day. And to preface this, there will be an episode about my, me, myself, and I being very, very, very dramatic um, at some point in the near future because it's hysterical and comical and interesting. But I went to grab a drink after work the other day. I was literally just like sitting at one of the bars by my apartment and was sitting there just having a little glass of wine before I went to get dinner with my friend a little bit later, but I just, one of those days, I just wanted a good, nice glass of um, white wine, the summer, hot, whatever, there you go. And I go, I sit at the bar and this man sits next to me, seemed very smart, um, from his vibe, he was reading a book, sitting there. I was just, like, jotting down some notes in my journal for some podcast ideas, just some life ideas and some things I had to get, and blah, 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 and it was a nice little, little event in the evening. I got a little, um, cheese plate, too, because my cheese plate, it was, let me be very blunt, was a literal piece of, like, salami, a piece of prosciutto, and, I like, a slice of brie and some, um, mutts, so... Yeah, that's how that went. Um, but I was sitting there, and we were inside, and all of a sudden this bug gets on my plate, and, like, I am dramatic, which is why I said that before this. And I was thinking to myself, oh, my God, I freaked out. So I kind of, like, freaked out a bit and then tried to hit it or whatever, and, like, this guy was like, oh, don't worry. Like, it's totally fine. It's just a bug. And I'm thinking to myself, that's great, but I don't want a bug in my wine glass because that happens to me literally all the time, especially during the summer outside and stuff and whatever. Granted, this was inside during the summer because it was a bazillion thousand degrees. Um, but I was like, I don't want it in my wine glass, obviously, and I don't want it on my food. I just really would prefer not to have that, whatever. So the bug gets gone, killed, rest in peace to that bug. <laughs> you lived a great life, I'm sure, in that wine bar in the East Village. Hope you thrived. Um, but I was sitting back down. I sit back down next to this man. And if this man ever listens to this, whoever you may be, I, but here is what occurred. So we sit back down and he was reading a book about, I want to say it was finance something, but it wasn't like a nonfiction, one of those like self-help, how to invest books or like Wall, like Wall Street books or whatever the hell those books are. But it was more of like a fictional, like seemed like a business type story. I've never seen it before. And I thought I read a lot, but I like know books a decent amount. What I feel like if it was like a pop, really popular one, I would have heard of it, but I didn't. Um, but... 
I step back down, and he starts chatting me. He's like, oh, like, you know, who are you? Like, what do you do for a living? Like, what's your name? No, he didn't say who are you. He said, what's, what's your name? Like, I'm not going to say his name, but he is blank. And we start chatting like I normally do in any bar setting because I talk to anything that breathes sometimes. And he goes to me, oh, like, um, you know, I work as a doctor in, like, this area or whatever, and blah, 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 and he's like, I've just sorted my hours, and I, like, want to, you know, open a bar and stuff and whatever, and he's telling me this, like, whole thing whatever, and blah, blah, blah. And then he starts telling me about his hobbies, which involve bees, um, a lot of different things about bees, bird watching, um, and a couple other little interesting hobbies. Woodworking was one of them, which respectable, love. We love a good woodworker. LOL. Um, and I, you know, am sitting thinking to myself, okay, this is maybe why this guy reacted. I'm still thinking about the bug, also. Keep that in mind. So I'm thinking, oh, this guy probably reacted and thought I was being dramatic about this bug and whatever. He probably said it's just a bug because it seems like, you know, he does the bees, whatever, blah, blah. Then he starts going down this road of telling me that you probably eat a good amount of bugs in your life all the time. And I'm thinking to myself, what What do you mean? And he just starts explaining it to me. And I'm not going to explain it to you guys because you might actually vomit or be interested depending on who you are. I, I don't know. Um, but I literally, like, I'm sitting there and he's telling me, yeah, you probably eat a very good amount of bugs where you probably breathe them in sometimes. You don't even notice it. And I was like, I run sometimes. He's like, yeah, when you're heavy breathing, sometimes they probably just go down your throat and you don't even notice it. And I was like, I really, really don't like how you just said that the bug goes down my throat like that. But you know what? That's fine. We're just going to go with what you said and NBD. But I was laughing so hard and he explained this whole thing. And I was like, take me with a grain of salt because I feel like I often run into people in public who tell me, well, who tell me random crazy things. I'm sure I'm that person to a lot of people too, but I digress. Um, and I'm thinking to myself, okay, I have to look this up when I get home. Like this, this shit's kind of wild. And I literally, no joke, like I'm literally go back to my like apartment and I waited until after dinner because I physically couldn't stomach. Like I was going to um, pasta and I was like, I need to. Also, follow me on Belly if you don't. Belly is like that food app. Great. I love. We love a good a good person on Belly. But I was going to like a very very popular pasta place that I've been wanting to try for so long. I was like, I can't ruin my meal by like literally like looking at these weird bug things before dinner. But it really like started to pique my interest. I was laughing because like I that kind of stuff doesn't usually pique my interest, and I really am grossed out by. Bugs and scare them and I'm allergic to bees and just a lot of other things so <laughs> I go to dinner I got a good good couple courses in me feeling great had a couple drinks the whole whole shebang and I literally get home <laughs> and I'm sitting there and I <laughs> Didn't even tell my friend I got home, which, <laughs> this is, like, so funny. I literally go on my computer, I sit down, and I start looking up, like, you know, eating bugs and stuff every day and whatever, and blah, 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 and, like, do we really eat bugs? Do we accidentally inhale them sometimes? Are they sometimes just in packages and foods and whatever, and blah, blah, blah. And I went down a whole rabbit hole, and, like, obviously we've all seen those horror stories of, like, you getting drinks and, like, the big bugs being in them from, like, some of those big drink brands and the cans and the stores and all that fun stuff and then I like went down the rabbit hole of like they're in random food sometimes or like it's like totally fine eat bugs and like I always knew about the people who like ate them for fun and then I was thinking to myself like oh my god like this is the whole thing and then I found recipes like there's lots of recipes to cook bugs and stuff and I was like I like don't know if I should feel like disturbed or more like this or whatever and then then I there was this whole like YouTube video on comparing how like shrimp are like the bugs of the ocean and we eat shrimp and people don't have problems with them but we have issues eating like bug bugs that are like on land and stuff and I was like well I don't like I don't know like I feel like you can't really like you know like eat like a 
grasshopper and like a garlic sauce that you would make for like shrimp like you know what I mean so I don't know that was like my interesting rabbit hole but I laughed because I just thought it was funny so I had to share it because you know it's hysterical and also everyone told me that they would want to hear some of my funny crazy things that happened because that's not the only crazy thing that's happened in the past week before recording this it's been an interesting little little time in my life so just laughing hysterical whatever and blah 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 um but this week's episode is going to be (laughs) an episode about someone who i love and adore and and am obsessed with and this is definitely not gonna be the last episode about this person but i got asked a really really great question the other day and if you if you know me well you will know actually even if you had just met me or even if you've like glanced at my social media like i am obsessed with taylor swift like taylor allison swift is the god i worship i love her so much she is my like favorite person ever i love her as a human i love her music i love her songwriting love her i love her directing because we're in that era i just everything she does to me is so special so awesome and i just think in genuinely in real life she is such a good person and i just she is my favorite thing and i got asked such an interesting question the other day and it was well it really isn't that interesting it's really not the interesting of a question but it was interesting to me and most of the time i get asked, asked questions i do think they're interesting so it was okay like i get you love you know her music and you love her so much but like what does she like mean to you and why is she so important to you and why does she mean so much to you and I had thought about that so many times before, and there's, like, so many different reasons, and I realized, like, in that moment why, like, it really, like, hit me, like, head-on, which I, I knew before this, but I hadn't really, like, thought about it, and, like, really, like, I never was, like, oh, like, you know, this is why, like, I love her so much and why she means so much to me and, like, all that fun stuff. And it made me think of something even more, I guess, deeper. But I feel like everyone has their comfort thing or few comfort, like, things that they have that are just, like, something that they know if they're having a bad day will make them happy or, like, something they, you know, do every day that will, like, get them up, get them going, something to get out of bed for in the morning. Or, like... That there's just, they have a couple things that, you know, they'll do that for, maybe three things or so, whatever. I don't know. For everyone, it's different. I realized in that moment, like, you know, I've said on this podcast a hundred times, I can tell you about pop culture, or I can tell you about cars and whatever, and planes and blah, blah, blah. And I think the things that get me out of bed in the morning, the things I love, are planes, trains, cars, and on top, above anything else on this earth, is Taylor Swift. Because it's, she is my, like, favorite, favorite, favorite thing. Like, she's in my apartment on decorations. I try, want to see her as many times as I possibly can in my life. She has been a staple through and through my life forever. Ever, ever since I was little, she was just, just always, like, I can't even describe it like this, but, like... Because she's, like, obviously a famous person who I've, I've never... I've seen her in person, but I've never, you know, met her, whatever. But she has this way of making you, like, relating to you. Like, in a way that I feel like so many other famous people, at least for me... And everyone has their own person. Like, if you, if you don't relate to her, that's, like, your own thing. Like, I don't... That's, you know, fine. But I... Like, I feel like for every different stage of my life, she has been there. Like, every ever since I was, like, eight or nine, ten, like, she has just always been around. Like, she... Uh, I've She's just been a constant in my life forever. And I feel like every different time I've grown or every time something's happened for me, the first thing I've always done is go to listen to Taylor or to you know, watch an interview where she did 
or said something that was a big lesson or something that was relatable or, you know, made a speech where she thought that, you know, she was processing something going on in her life and you could learn something from it and she shared it and shared her opinions. And you, I just feel like as I've grown up as a person, I've watched her grow as a person and how she's changed over time, how she's went from genre to genre or how she's tried a new music style or how she as a person developed how she was in the public eye for so long and so out there and then she was so private how she's been ridiculed how she's been like judged by the public and how she's just been how she's changed and how she like is now and how she's recovered from things and how she's forgiven or moved past things and it's like inspiring sometimes for someone at that level or at that stature to like I don't know, like, to be able to relate to them in a way that, like, she's she's not one of those people that I think, like, she thinks that, like, she's better than anyone. She just, to me, seems like a genuine human, and I just love everything about that and about her, and I just think she's so inspiring and so cool, and, you know, she's not afraid to make a mistake and then, like, you know, apologize for it or, you know, stand up for herself nowadays when she didn't for so long, and... I just, like, relate to her in so much in that way. And I get so angry when... (laughs) The one thing I will get angry on or when people don't like her, I guess, is when they say all of her songs are about boys and whatever. And I don't think that. I think there's so much more depth and, like, so much more soul and passion and experience besides that. And I think it's, like almost offensive to think of it (laughs) in my opinion that's because I love her so much but I love the other well I say one thing I would defend her on I defend her on a lot of things I actually when I'm out I get really upset sometimes and I really 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 will go to lengths defending her it's funny because I'll go to lengths defending her but I don't find myself that's a whole other thing to debrief at another time but um yeah no she is my like thing I will defend I think that there's so much to her I think her life is so complicated and so, like, just so cool and so, like, she's so different to me than so many other famous people. There's just something about her. Um, but I'm never going to forget, I got an iPod, I want to say iPod Nano. It was my first one, like, years and years and years ago when they, like, first came out. I want to say it was, like maybe a second gen one. I kind of tried to look it up before I recorded this, but I want to say it was like a second gen one. I was like, it came out, it was like, I got it for Christmas and like, was it like 2006 or like 2007? I think it was 2006. And I know that her first studio album had dropped um, in 2006 debut, um, self-titled Taylor Swift. Um, and I downloaded picture to burn (laughs) it was like my favorite thing ever and i was i was at the time i was only like eight so i definitely had no idea what these songs were about or anything like that um which is so funny and then i downloaded teardrops on my guitar i loved a place in this world i remember forever and ever and ever and i still love that song to this day i feel like debut gets so much hate nowadays from swifties like internally because i feel like it's like the least love album i love debut i it's so hard for me because it's really hard for me to like choose favorites when it comes to her because i really don't think i can it's so challenging for me i do have a favorite though and if you know me well it's unsurprising but yeah so when 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 her first album dropped, I remember she was the first person I downloaded on my um, my iPod. And I was so happy. I was so excited. And then I got another iPod. I want to say this is... I don't remember if it was when the iPod Touch came out. But I do think it was the iPod Touch. And it was right around when Fearless came out. And I'm never going to forget, I downloaded Love Story. Love Story was huge. Like, all the, like, of all the the songs, it was all over the radio. It was so fun. I loved You Belong With Me. And I also remember I had a Colby Kelly CD. Um, And before, like, Fearless had come out, 
I, I had, okay, let's backtrack. I had this massive, like, in my room growing up, this massive, like, CD player, like, standard radio type thing in my room, and before, like, streaming and everything, and before, like, all that stuff, like, I, obviously, physical CDs, I had this big, like, case that had all my CDs in it and whatever, but I... I'm never gonna forget. I had her, you know, her CD. I had Fearless. I had Fearless too. But I know I usually listen to Taylor on my, um, like my iPods and stuff. But I had Kobe Clay's um, CD. It was the album Coco. I'm never gonna forget because I've listened to it all the time, even up until like high school. I had Coco on CD. I would listen to it all the time. It's an album that Bubbly was on. That that song that I adore. It's such a good album. I'm really a big fan of Oxygen was on that album, or on the album too. The song Oxygen was amazing. And Older was on there too, which I really liked. But I liked all of them. I also think that she that's she needs her own episode because I think she is so talented and so awesome and cool. But I'm never gonna forget I heard Breathe when it came you know, when it came out. And I remember to this day, I I, <laughs> I don't remember a lot of things from when I was little, but I do remember a lot of Taylor Swift things throughout my entire life. So I don't know what that means, but something. Um but she you know the song Breathe came out and obviously uh, Fearless Taylor's version has come out since then. And I just think Breathe is one of the most beautiful songs ever. I can put that song on on any time. Sad, happy, whatever. It is just like a stunning piece. And the two of them together is amazing. But I, I'm never going to forget how happy I was like that day when we were downloading all the songs on there and our albums and you know, Breathe was on there. I was just so, so, so happy. It was like the best, best thing ever. And you know, I just, <laughs> I don't know. It makes me laugh today thinking, thinking back on it. Um, and that's when, that was, this was a part of my life when I was little, you don't really know anything real yet. You're just kind of like doing your thing. So I was, I think it was 10. Was I 10? Yeah, I was 10. So this was before, like, I really started to figure myself out at all as like a person or as a human and all that stuff. And, you know, it's just like a different, um, you know, a different time frame than what I'm going to talk about, like, next, which is some of, like, the albums after that and stuff and, like, how they fit into my life. And, you know, I <laughs> was, like, was, um, was really, really interesting. I think, and I have to make a whole episode about, like, being gay and coming out and all that stuff and, when, like, when you knew and whatever and blah, 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 all those typical questions that everyone asks each other and, you know, whatever. But... I remember I started to figure I started to figure it out along the lines of when Speak Now came out, um, and this is gonna be so funny. I remember like I would I would make like my grandma or my mom or anyone like buy magazines at the store and stuff, or like or I would get my magazine subscriptions in the mail, and it would be like People or it would be like whatever. And I remember I was like obsessed with Taylor Lautner. I thought he was so cute, and I remember like dissecting Speak Now when it came out and I was like I remember like even figuring out back then that like Back to December was about you know Taylor Lautner and all that stuff and uh, Back to December to this day is also one of my favorite songs and I you know um, Speak Now Taylor's version just got released which is crazy and I really can't believe it because I, I just like I don't I wish I could live a day in Taylor Swift's brain because I don't understand how she does it all. I don't know how she has time for it all. Like, I, like, don't have time to, like, breathe, I feel like, sometimes during the day, and I don't really have that crazy of a life, I feel like. But I don't know. But, yeah, I started figuring out... I think I started in my brain to figure out I was gay when I was, like, you know, 12-ish, so, like, around the time of Speak Now coming out. And I remember, you know, I was obviously dissecting um, back to December. Dear John, I would listen to, like, on repeat all the time. I don't remember why I wasn't dating anyone. I didn't even have, like, a secret crush on a girl or a boy or anyone at that time. There was nothing. It was just me listening to, like, a seven-minute-long almost song <laughs> for no reason. But I will say the best, 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 best 
best thing ever was I was like I was pretty bullied I would say in middle school I was it was not the easiest time in elementary school especially too high school was a lot better especially towards the end everything like worked out good but in middle school and right around when this came out I think I was I want to say it was in in seventh grade six or no I was definitely in seventh then seventh seventh maybe and I if there if, if I had a bad day or if someone was mean to me or if I had to sit at the end of a lunch table because you know um I I didn't you know there wasn't room at the other end of the table for me or whatever the dumb dumb things that you know we all some people go through when you're younger and whatever um I would listen to me and, and I would be like yes this is my this is my revenge um and I would th- I would say to myself like better than revenge would make the most logical sense for me to like listen to in that time frame or anything but like it didn't because again it was like about people being mean to me it wasn't really about like a relationship or like a like a romantic relationship or anything like that but um yeah i (laughs) i would listen to mean for that and my little sisters, who are both younger than me, who I love very, very much, even though they drive me insane sometimes, especially the youngest one, but love her anyway. Um, I would listen to Never Grow Up, and I would just like, oh my god, it would be like, I was like, oh my god, I'm really like, I'm literally listening to a song about what I think of like, you know, my sisters and stuff and whatever and blah blah blah. And it was like so crazy. And then of course, of course, of course, of course, of course, of course, um, you know, every <laughs> every 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 song on this album. I mean, I love every single Taylor Swift song, don't get me wrong, but um, yeah, I loved, I loved Haunted, still to this day, one of my favorites also, but I, I had a, re- a relatable experience for all the ones on here, and, you know, it was really, really great, um, I just, oh, it was the best, um, okay, but what's so, <laughs> I think where I really, 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 really jumped headfirst into (laughs) Taylor Swift land and making her my number one thing of all time. Well, she kind of already was. I just don't think I realized it until Red. (laughs) Because Red and me, oh my goodness. I literally, (laughs) I was obsessed, 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 obsessed. Don't even get me started. Um, (laughs) And what's so funny is obviously you know love 22 love i knew you were trouble like you know we are never ever getting back together and whatever and i am a stay 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 person like i am such a stay 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 stan will always be to the end of time like it is if you don't like stay 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 you're just not fun in my opinion just kidding you don't have but like i just oh it's so fun and it's like when you're actually like getting in relationships or you like people when you're older or whatever blah 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 stay 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 becomes so relatable sometimes and it's really unfortunate sometimes that it's relatable but it does become so relatable it's like, like one of my favorites um the cutest thing that i think um you know when red taylor's version came out when everything has changed got put on there again obviously and re- or re-recorded and listening to like the original versus the new one it's just so cute to see that like taylor and ed are still friends to this day and like they're still doing like songs together and ed's still doing his own music and that taylor is literally like the queen of the world in music and like just so like so big and so fun now and it's just it's like so cute to me to see that like even though like Taylor and him are like both so much bigger now they have so much more money and like they're so much more like they're powerful and famous and you know I think I think I you know I've always wanted Taylor Swift to be like the best thing or the most famous thing in the world I think she deserves it I think because I think she's amazing whatever I think she's even surpassed her own expectations of how big she even could get or the goals and things she's achieved it's really 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 something but it's just cute to see that they're both still friends and seeing how like, like relationships change over time and friendships and stuff and like how even like people that big and going through that much stuff and being that public and everything whatever like you still could have a good friend all those years later makes me so happy and everything has changed reminds me 
of my like really really close you know friends that I still have from around 2012 and that time my good friends that I was friends with you know when I was younger and in high school and onward and you know even though some of them one of them <laughs> you know who you are doesn't really like Taylor Swift that much and yes I <laughs> one of my best friends on this earth does not like Taylor Swift that much and we we get along so don't think that you don't don't think you cannot be friends with someone who's a Swiftie if you don't like her but you do have to respect her and you do have to be able to listen to her and that's the difference <laughs> but um you know that era reminds me of that and red obviously was when i i think red was when i was like okay like i don't want to be gay and <laughs> also i love that i'm saying this like and opening up a bit more about that part as i'm literally talking about how much i love taylor swift my entire life maybe it should have been more of a telltale sign for me but that's okay and you know i think red for me though was more like i want to dance i want to have fun i want to be with my friends i want to do like cool things i want to like you know whatever like it was just that sort of thing and i think red had i don't want to say red had more of a surface level meaning for me um, but there was, like, friendship breakups going on at the time, whatever, but, and all that hard stuff, but I, I don't think, like, Red for me, I love, but I think Red for me wasn't, like, on a deep level at that time. When Red Taylor's version came out, that was a whole different ballgame and a whole different story. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like, I love Red, but it was, um... I, I, don't, I wouldn't say it was, you know, the deepest little little thing for me, but we now move on to my <laughs> my favorite, favorite, favorite album of all time. I that I don't think will ever change. I love 1989 with my whole heart. I am so excited and will be, I'm just going to be blunt, the most unbearable annoying person in your life when that happens um so everyone that knows me in person or is close with me like i am going to be physically so annoying and it's going to be a lot for all of you and i'm going to cry a lot especially if there really are as many vault songs as we think there are going to be and i will have a mental breakdown <laughs> so there is that um but 1989 for me was like high school like middle of high school like like sophomore junior i want to say is when it was around there were friendship breakups there were new groups forming it's like all those transitions of the process of going through those four years of high school there were crushes i had there were like you know um feelings i had about like why am i why do i like boys and oh my god like what's going on and this is crazy um <laughs> I've shouted out my my girlfriend from high school before. We, we didn't we didn't date for that long, and we didn't we never really did anything. But um, we we both loved love Taylor Swift. But we I have to backtrack a bit. We didn't we didn't date until senior year of high school in the end of twenty fifteen to early twenty sixteen. But we were very good friends before that, and she. You know, gave me the album, I kept it, I got the deluxe album, and one would live in my car, and one would live on that massive, giant, like, radio thing I had in my room, which I still had, even until the end of high school, and, um, I just remember, like, every time we'd be in the car at my friends or whatever, like, my car, I mean, I was lucky I got, um, you know, a newer, a new car as my first car, but it had Bluetooth and all that fun stuff, whatever, but everyone always be like, yeah, like, put on the, put on the 1989 CD that you have, like, in your car and, like, whatever, and I always loved driving, and literally, like, I hate the stupid New Jersey, like, GDL, like, dumb, like, rules, whatever, I never followed the max amount of people in the car thing, but, um, I my, fr I, my friends love when I drove too, because I am a self-proclaimed good driver, and I think I am a good driver, um, but I'd always drive, I always like driving, and the CD would often be played, and we would, uh, if we were going into the city for something, some from North Jersey, we were going to the city or something, we would jokingly play Welcome to New York, and all that fun stuff, but 1989, I think, for me... It came out in a time where I was really starting to figure myself out. I was going through a really difficult time because I wasn't getting the schools I wanted to in college. I was, I was, you know, I 
Nineteen United came out probably a year before, almost a year before my senior year. But I mean, I listened to it all the way through. Taylor was, um, you know. This was, like, when she was so public and all the friends era and everything and the public pictures, the parties, the everything, whatever. And I remember I, in my senior year, I started listening even more and more and more to all the songs. And when I was sad, I would always put on Wildest Dreams or when I was feeling, like, depressed, Wildest Dreams was my so the song I would go to. To this day, that song, and obviously Wild Dreams, Wildest Dreams, Hiller's version, is has been out for a while now, which is kind kind of wild to me um but i love that song that song has such a special like deep meaning to me and it always will for very very personal reasons and i think it's beautiful that music video is like so unreal it's stunning gorgeous a cinematic masterpiece in my opinion i watch it whenever i'm sad um but that's the kind of song i listen to when like you're just like in your feels you're really down or for me at least and you know it's it's one of my favorites um i i could say that about every song on this album this i just i can't even go into depth about i i, I could but that would that would be an episode for that would be like nine hours long about what every song meant to me and like how much every little piece of this album meant clean also has a very special place in my heart wonderland i go wild too <laughs> I just love um, this love and this love Taylor version Taylor's version now that it's um it's out too. I love that was actually one of my surprise songs uh, when I watched the Eras tour in May on Thirteenth Philly and Forever and Always was the other one. But I this love is so beautiful. I know places. I mean, they're all. I, I could go on about it forever. I I, I, I oh, love. I just I love love this album more than anything on this planet i will die on that hill it is my favorite um i just uh, i can't even be described when i even going into so taylor obviously didn't release music after that even though i really do believe the karma theory <laughs> but i i really she didn't release another album until 2017 which is when i was a was i a sophomore at that time when it came out so I, like yes i was a sophomore it came out in november yes 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 i was a sophomore in college so she didn't come out with an album for a while in between you know 1989 rep there wasn't there was a while between them um and i even during my like really i had a really rough like first semester of college 1989 was my my soundtrack and it is like that album has been there for me like forever and ever and ever and like that's it's just nothing compares to like to it like when it's so funny like i when i was making this when i wanted to make this episode originally i was going to talk about like you know comfort things but it, it, the more I talk about it now it's like this is like she is like my her music is my comfort thing this is my comfort thing and I just love it but when rep came out <laughs> there was drama going on drama and I literally my favorite line in the world of everything ever um I swear I don't love the drama it loves me um but no rep came out um sophomore my sophomore year there was job happening is finally coming out to my close friends because being gay was a whole thing whatever and rep was like for people who didn't support me and whatever and rep was my like literally like f everyone like i just like wow like but it was also a really hard year so like <laughs> some of the sadder songs it was tough and i love rep too um no one gets this but i hope someone listens to this and gets it but i think new year's day is going to be my wedding song like my first dance song with my future husband because it is i just think it's so beautiful and i cry to it and it's so lovely and i just i am obsessed with it um but 
the funny thing about rep and obviously a lot of people can probably relate to this every time something bad happens now look what you make me do is coming on ready for it <laughs> comes on um endgame one of my all-time favorite songs love i love love endgame so good um so it goes is for when i'm in my feels dress amazing so many things i could say about dress <laughs> just is, oh galers hope you're all out there doing well too <laughs> but this is why we can't have nice things is also one of my bops like i go insane for this is why we can't have nice things i like lose my mind it's just very relatable for my life at many points and i'm laughing because if you know you know but i just uh 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 um but then we move forward to lover lover um which i love lover uh, lover Lover reminds me, it's so funny, of <laughs> someone who, well, I loved Lover to begin with, but in this current era of my life, Lover reminds me, uh, there's a lot of my close friends who Lover is their favorite album, Lover reminds me a lot of them, there's someone who isn't in my life anymore who I was, I would always listen to Lover with, and it, like, it, my last episode will conflict this, it does sometimes remind me of the good times with that person and stuff and whatever, but, you know, I love, I love every song on Lover, I really, really do, um, Daylight is Beautiful, Death by a Thousand Cuts, Cornelia Street, I'm obsessed with Cornelia Street, I live in New York, so I often walk to Cornelia Street or conveniently go, walk, go on a walk with my friends and we always end up walking down Cornelia Street, even though I know Taylor doesn't live there anymore and hasn't for a while, I love Cornelia Street, I love that song, the man, I, I vibe with the man, I love the man, it's so fun, um, False God deserves so much more than it gets credit for. I think False God is one of the most beautiful songs ever. I'm obsessed with it. I love it. Um, and everyone hates It's Nice to Have a Friend. I like It's Nice to Have a Friend. I like the message in it. I think it's great. London Boy, I oh my god, I want to see Taylor in London so badly. Someone please come with me. But I love London Boy so, 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 so much, as everyone else does. The Archer, I'm saying every song because there's just, you know, if you ever need to, like, be so happy that you've gotten over something or forgotten someone, you use, I forgot that you existed. And honestly, listen to it until you believe it because it kind of helps and works, but, you know, that's just how it goes. Um, next. Oh, my God. I... <laughs> oh, folklore. I didn't know... I was just shocked when Folklore came out, but I, I'm going to say this, I, I love, love, I mean, I love every album to death, but Folklore and Evermore, I, I'm just obsessed with, Long Pond Studio section, or what, sections, yeah, sections, <laughs> sessions of Folklore are stunning. I love the bonus tracks on the deluxe edition of Folklore. They're just, uh, the lakes, um, yep, 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 yep. Um, but my song that I <laughs> love, I, there's nothing that feels like you just got your heart ripped out more than listening to My Tears Ricochet. My Tears Ricochet is just the best thing. I, I don't even know how to describe it. I feel like there's been times in my life where, like, I feel like everything's ripped out from under me, or someone just hasn't seen me for, you know, who I am, or I've just been really backstabbed or hurt or something, and My Tears Ricochet, you know, just bodies that so much. Like, it really, 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 really just, huh. It, I don't even know how to describe how that song makes me feel, because it really just is it's just the song like it is the song and every i can go through all of them i really really could um <laughs> i really 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 love mad woman i think it's awesome 
Epiphany has helped me when people have passed in my life. I think it's beautiful. I, I really love it. Um, shout out to, to Taylor and August is wonderfully fabulous. And also everyone really should um, watch The Summer I Turned Pretty. But I, <laughs> I love that she wrote a song for me in my birthday month. August. Beautiful. Um... And I love wine. And I just... Sometimes I just put on that song and have a glass of wine after work. And it just... It's a vibe. August is one of my favorite songs of all time. And not even just because of the fact that it's my birthday month. And all of that fun stuff. But, no, I I really, really am obsessed with it. And The Last Great American Dynasty. If you know, you know. That one for me, my, my friends. Um, you know, I, I love it. I love it, I love it, I love it so much. It's amazing. Um, but... Then we move on to Evermore, um, which I'm obsessed with. I really genuinely mean this. Like, I think in the era I was going in, or going, well, this is obviously all during COVID. It was great to have these during COVID. But I think Evermore helped me get through 2022, um, just because so much occurred. And Dorothea makes me think of one of my best friends, she knows who she is, hey girl, um, <laughs> Champagne Problems is, makes so much sense, me and my sisters have jokes about Champagne Problems, tis the damn season, oh my goodness, don't even get me started, um, <laughs> uh, Marjorie makes me think of my grandma, and it was the weirdest thing, what the morning my grandma Past, it, I was sitting, I woke up early, I couldn't sleep, and you know how there's all those weird stories about you, things happening, and like, you know, you know someone's passed, moved on for your life, and some weird thing happens, I, w- I was up like at like sunrise, and I went to, I lived in Philly all the time, and I ran to the Delaware River, and I sat, and I was listening to, literally listening to Marjorie watching the sunrise, and I found out later that day my grandma had passed, but that song always rings true for me, and she, she always liked that song too, I played Marjorie for her sometimes, she would be like oh my god it was uh just just the best it would make me cry closure oh my goodness don't even get me started i can't even talk about it it's like one of my oh my god closure just mm, love 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 long story short has a very deep meaning to me um i just think long story short it's like you're surviving you're going through it and like you're gonna get through it and it's gonna be fine and long story short you survived that's how it goes um bonus tracks on Evermore. Uh, I think Right Where You Left Me is one of my favorite songs of all time. It's amazing. Um, and It's Time to Go is so good. But Right Where You Left Me, really, I just... Oh my goodness. I, I really... It just bodies the era, era I was in at this time. It was just the best. Um, and I just was in love with it. And then the re-record started. And obviously, so at this point, where we have Fearless Taylor's version out, we have Red Taylor's version out, and we do recently now have Speak Now Taylor's version out. And just love the vault songs. This has been so fun going like through this, like reliving like my life in some of these. It's so fun. I'm desperately dying and waiting for um, 1989 to like come out and obviously um, the rest of them, but especially 1989 just because it means so much to me. Um, but I just, you know, the, the, <laughs> the funniest thing I have to say about Taylor to, to, push forward in this episode is I think for me like there's just nothing I love talking about more than Taylor Swift like I think in theory I could have made a whole podcast based on Taylor Swift I literally like make TikToks using Taylor Swift sounds and they like I just relate like it's just easier for me to make them and relate to them or whatever it's like so funny but I think for for me like Taylor Swift is my comfort thing, and it took me a long time to realize that. But as I go back to that question that I, you know, asked at the beginning of this episode, this was just me, like, scratching the surface. And I know this episode's gonna be, like, a bit of a longer one, but I, like... There's just nothing I love more. And Swifties, shout out to all of us. We have the best time together. I went on a boat party a few months ago. Literally, 
in the city listening to Taylor with my dear, dear friend. Um, you know who you are. And it was just, it's the best time. The Eras tour, like the energy. And I I have to post a video of me crying the whole time. Shout out to my crew from that. We're actually all friends now, which I'm also obsessed with. It's just, there's nothing like people who like Taylor Swift, in my opinion. It's just the best thing ever. It's just like, such a fun community. It's like, so just like accepting and cool. And we all love the same girly. She's so fun, so awesome. And like, just the best. And just, I don't know. It's a running joke. I actually, <laughs> every bad thing that's happened to my life has Taylor Swift song. And every person has, you know, a Taylor Swift song attached to them that I'm close with. Um, everyone who's exited my life in an unfortunate manner has a Taylor Swift song attached to them. Um, I, I just, it, she is in all aspects of my life. My coworkers know I love her. Like, I wear, like, I will on a random Tuesday while for a walk wear, like, a Karma shirt or, like, a rep shirt or, like, whatever. Like, any, like, a 1989, like, coated shirt or, like, random lyrics on random shirts. I have so much of her merch. I've had a separate bank account for Taylor Swift at a totally different bank than what I normally use since I was, like, 19 and I'm turning 25, like, in a couple weeks. So just so funny, but I just she is like my favorite thing ever. She's the best, and I yeah, was, I'm crazy. I literally like I have a separate pink cup for that. I probably should be saving for some other things, but that's just how it goes. But no, she is like the best. I literally don't know what I would do without Taylor Swift, truthfully. Um, and obviously, Midnight's was. I, I, just the best. I, I'm a Midnight's person too. I really Midnight's is up there for me, obsessed with it. And I think Midnight's brought a lot of new people into Taylor World, and she just did such a good job. And like she's just, she's just her. Like for as much as she's been ridiculed and torn down and compared to other women, you know she's made her mistakes and she's owned up to them. But she's also been like manipulated and lied to and beaten down publicly and taken advantage of. And you know, I just have so much respect for how real she is. I think she's really real. I don't think she's fake at all. I think people are really, really, really hard on her and feel like she gets picked apart way too much. But she is my girl forever and always. Joe's version and I will love her forever but yeah I hope that this episode got my point across that's why I love her so much there will be more episodes on this but she means so much to me because she is just a constant she's been there forever and ever and ever and ever and she's going to stay 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 in my life for the rest of it and long story short <laughs> um she will always be mine and I love her she's the best um, Taylor, I hope you listen to this. I hope you somehow magically hear this, but I love you so much, and thanks for being you. I don't know what I would do without you, but I'm going to wrap up here. This is going to be my longest episode so far, which is so fun and exciting, but I hope everyone enjoyed listening, and I hope to see you back here again next week. Um, hopefully I'll have more news by that time on the thing I keep sharing everyone along on, because it's going to affect my little second podcast, but I thank you guys so much for listening. Please share with anyone you know. Follow me on Instagram if you don't. Um, and yeah, just share if you can. Share with anyone you know. I would appreciate it. It would be lovely and great and helpful. And I hope to see you back here next week listening to my next episode. Have a great rest of your Wednesday or whatever day you're listening to this on. And have a great week. Good things. And hey, listen to some Taylor, okay? Like, uh...